Okay, let's go with the normal intro. This is the Casual Anime Podcast, and this is uh, the fifth episode. Now, we're in the second week of November, uh, and I've got a pretty respectable one-inch coating of snow. Uh, how about you? Well, uh, my name is Koshten, uh, as you forgot to mention. Well, that's uh, not important. <laughs> uh, well, don't have snow yet. We had uh, one layer of snow uh, already, but it uh, went away pretty quickly. So, uh, it's raining right now. Well, people should already know who we are, right? This is the fifth episode. Yeah, we're quite famous, aren't we? Yeah, all that uh, internet fame. Uh, we're gonna rake in that. Um, so, you're pretty far north. Uh, you actually have sunlight this time of year? Uh, yeah. Uh, ten hours, maybe. Ten so. hours. Oh. Yeah, at least light. So. Well, I would say uh, it's dark around four here, so really no yeah. time to do anything. You know, in the in the summers, the, uh, we don't get dark uh, here up north at all. Yeah, <laughs> that so. was point I was trying to make. Uh, yeah. but we should probably get on with the show. This is uh, my neighbor Tom, uh, Totoro. Uh, this, it will be a <laughs> discussion about this film. Uh, so what can you tell me about it? Well, it's made in uh, 1998. No, 1988. Uh, and it's the Studio Ghibli's uh, third movie. And the one that maybe put them on the map. Uh, at least I would say. Yeah, I would. And say. I, yeah, and it's the the Totoro is uh, the one they have in their official logo now because of the recognition it got. Yeah. So, as a summary, I'm just gonna read off IMDb because I'm lazy and it's only two sentences. So, uh, <laughs> when two girls move to the country to be ne- near their ailing mother. They have adventures with the wondrous forest spirits who live nearby. So, that's it. But we should probably add a few things. Like, um, the girls' names are uh, Mei and Satsuki. Uh, Mei is probably around 4 or 5. Satsuki is probably around 10. Uh, in the daytime, Satsuki goes to school while uh, the father is busy working. So that leaves Mei in the garden, exploring all kinds of... Uh, strange manholes and uh, <laughs> brackens, and that's where she encounters Totoro. Yeah. So, uh, how would you describe Totoro? Because I'm not really sure what he is. Well, part bear and, uh, well, round, round bear or something. Fat, fluffy... Uh, yeah. Fat, fluffy uh, bear with pointy ears, I guess. Yeah. But he has like the color scheme of an owl, I would say. Yeah, pretty about uh, that. He's a fur-covered troll, basically. And he has uh, small helpers. Yeah, the forest spirits. Yeah. Uh, so, this is an old film, like, uh, for what anime films go. Uh, how anime films go. So, uh, 
Does this remind you of anything? Does it? Uh, it might be something newer too. Hmm. Well, uh, it's uh, one of the first uh, anime films I've seen, so uh, it's what uh, got me into the the anime. Uh, besides the TV shows and uh, and such, because the spirits gave me kind of uh, like uh, the Moomin vibe, uh, you know, the Finnish uh, things you watched uh, as a child on. The... Yeah, gave me that kind of vibe. I don't know, and it kind of felt a little like Wolf Children, but uh, mostly like uh, the Moomin uh, animation thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what is your general opinion of this film? Is it like uh, his best work? Is it his worst work? Uh, how how would you rate this film? The Miyazaki well, uh, maybe uh, my fourth uh, favorite Ghibli movie. Well, uh, I watched this uh, plenty with my daughter, uh, so uh, it's very. Uh, oh, so it's the uh, Frozen of. Uh, of anime. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's the entrance port to anime maybe uh, it's very easy to uh, watch uh, not scary at all and uh, you know some of the Ghibli movies are uh, Spirits Within and uh, uh, Princess uh, Monoke and uh, yeah uh, they can, can be pretty scary for a child yes they can so. be and it's not meant to be scary but I think there's an underlying theme that this is uh a pretty depressing. This could be a very depressing movie. <laughs> yeah, for a, for an adult that uh, reads stuff into it. Well, yes, uh, but they move to this really abandoned place. Uh, the mother is ill. They don't really know if she's going to be all right or not. And the father tries to make a uh, best deal out of the situation. Like they're in the bathtub. There's a thunderstorm. Uh, he laughs off that uh, the house is shaking, but then uh, a scene later he looks uh, anxiously at uh, his beams and hopes they won't collapse. <laughs> and then he laughs hysterically afterwards to try and uh, lighten the mood. Yeah. It's actually pretty, uh, pretty depressing. Well, uh, there are two people... Uh well, there are two different uh, opinions about that. <laughs> if you see it from the child's view, it's all fun and game and uh, very playful movie. Then you can see it from the adult that reads, uh, yeah, stuff like that into it. Um, so. Yeah, we should probably move on with the film. Uh, yeah. So, May <laughs> encounters uh, Totoro, and uh, yeah. not much really happens. They have a shouting contest, and she falls asleep on his belly. Yeah. And uh, when the sister gets home, Totoro is gone. So you're left wondering, well, was this imagination? Did it really happen? Hello? 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 Okay. Uh, we might have missed you for a moment there. Yeah. Well... Yeah, she falls asleep on uh, Totoro. Yeah. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Um, but then luckily... Let's, let's cut that out. Ah, uh, no, we 
probably won't cut anything else. Uh. <laughs> but luckily our sister meets Totoro as well. But there's only at least seems to be one of them meeting Totoro at any time in the start of the movie, at least. Yeah. Because the sister is asleep for uh, this encounter. Yeah, they're waiting for uh, her fa their father to come home from work. Uh, yes, at the bus stop with the red yeah. umbrella. This is the really iconic picture of Totoro standing in the rain next to this girl with the red <laughs> umbrella. And of course, being the per uh, people they are, they give Totoro their umbrella, their second umbrella. Yeah. Which she really appreciates. And then Something, he jumps uh, and... Uh... Extremely interesting happens. It's like a, out of something out of an acid drip. You want to describe the cat bus scene? Well, cat bus with many legs. Uh, just uh, fuse a cat in a bus and you get the cat bus. But you can, um, you can uh, reshape his uh, fur to uh, open uh, for uh, passengers. Yeah, and it appears out of nowhere. Yeah. And his eyes light up the street. Perfectly normal, I guess. Yeah, for our child. Maybe. And so, moving on... Um, well, you forgot to mention they get the package from Totoro. Oh, yeah. That they uh, filled with acorns. Yes, they plant a tree. They plant a tree. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably their imagination again, but... Uh, <laughs> they're flying through the night sky with Totoro. The tree has uh, grown uh, overnight, and when they wake up, it's <laughs> not there again. Yeah. But they have started to sprout, so... Yeah, so that's pretty incredible. Yeah. And then they uh, go on a picnic with the granny. Uh, she has uh, prepared uh, a meal with vegetables from her own garden. And, uh, you, think there's, uh, you think there's any uh, uh, any relations there, or is she just an old woman? Nah, she's an old woman. Uh, she's the neighbor. So she's not some kind of uh, distant relative? No. Well, in all so. respect to her, she's a very nice woman. Yeah. <laughs> but she's kind of like uh, every old woman in a Ghibli film. Same yeah. kind of face, <laughs> same kind of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like uh, all the witches uh, that's in every Ghibli movie, like Spirited Away and Laputa. Yeah. All the same. <laughs> oh, and uh, Howl's Moving Castle, too. Mm. Yeah, so she's very helpful. And, uh, yeah. And then Sasuke gets uh, a telegram, or uh, the father gets a telegram, but he's at work. And uh, they don't have a phone there, because... Uh, I think uh, they are mimicking uh, the 50s or something. Yeah, this is in, in the, the 50s. Um, yeah. 
They would probably so have they, a phone if they still lived in Tokyo or something, but uh, not out here. Yeah. No. So there's only one phone or two phones. So she had to uh, run there and and ask her father to call the hospital because uh, because she uh, she can't come home for the weekend. Yes, and because of this lack of information, the girls don't know what's happening to their mother. They presume the worst. They're very worried, and imaginations run wild. Yeah, Sasuke fears her mother's gonna die. And and May sees this and uh, wants to go to the hospital to hospital to give her uh, uh, corn full of vitamins. Yes, it's fresh corn. Uh, <laughs> Not popcorn. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. Um, so May goes missing. Uh, Satsuki is worried, uh, and we get this whole entire frantic uh, search search party for her. Yeah. With the entire uh, local population helping. Uh, they search through everything, all the fields, um, they stop all passing vehicles, and. Uh, <laughs> They go through uh, all the ponds too, because they yeah. think she might have drowned or something. And then they find a sandal in the water. Yes, but luckily it's not hers. So. Um, yeah, but you get that uh, that five five six seconds of wandering, you know. Well, you already know that she's yeah uh, <laughs> she's on her way to the hospital and probably <laughs> not gotten very far. Yeah. So Satsuki but, uh, is, uh, someone, someone first time watching the movie would get, well, would get a little bit emotional, or yeah. I, I th think yeah, it's they a, would feel a very Satsuki's good scene. Pain. They would feel the uh, old woman's pain. Yeah. And and of course the relief when uh, they discover it's not her sandal. Yeah. So Satsuki doesn't know what to do. Uh, the only thing she knows, or the only thing she can think of, is uh, asking Totoro for help. And of course, he he delivers. Uh, they fly off and they catch the cat bus. Yeah. And they find May, and off they go on to the hospital, where they deliver the corn on the windowsill and. They head back. Yeah. The and they uh, <laughs> they wrote a good get well message on it too. Uh, did they write that? Yeah. I think yeah. they wrote two more. The, didn't they? Yeah, but it's uh, get well, get well. So. Is it? On the husk. Are, are you, are you, are you sure? Are you, are you yeah. Sure you haven't yeah. Just I'm 100 percent. No, I'm 100 percent sure. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll take your and uh. And this is where uh, you take a different, uh, different approach. You think uh, the girls are dead. Well, no, I don't think the girls are dead. <laughs> we, we see them afterwards embracing Granny. So if yeah. Granny isn't dead too, of the, all the stress, then uh, they're probably alive. But 
it's an interpretation that was possible. So I was just yeah. entertaining the possibility that Totoro shipped them both to the underworld or something, and they, since they're uh, uh, the parents can't seem to see them when they're sitting in the tree right outside the window, so. And I think uh, Studio Ghibli has been out and uh, they have dismissed this theory about uh, well, they being yes. dead. Then. What, what so. do you suppose? It's a children's <laughs> film, they can't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. So. So well, where is this movie in your, uh, oh, go ahead. in your list? Well, it's probably about a four or two, but I think I've seen more Ghibli films than you have, so... Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe we, uh, next week, uh, the Tuesday, we take another Ghibli movie. Uh, I was hoping we would do uh, the first arc of Hunter x Hunter. Okay. Hmm. That's going to be a long project, so... Yeah. Is there anything you would change about this movie? Like, uh, would you add more of the mystical elements? Would you add less of it? I think it's perfect. You know, you could you could have uh, when uh, when they're sitting on the tree, you could have had the Totoro uh, heal the mother and and so and get a Disney movie. Well, uh, do you think he has that those kind of powers? Well, it's very imagination. I don't think he's a, like a a shaman. I think he's like uh, the king of the woods, basically. But I don't think he can directly interfere in human lives. Well, maybe uh, no, no. I don't. I don't think. I think it's perfect uh, the way it is. So, did you notice when they get on the bus, they sit in the back like all the cool kids, right? <laughs> yeah. You think uh, it's probably because it's easier to animate them that way, but always in the back. I wouldn't read too much into it. Uh, well, but, uh, maybe they're just ahead of their time, okay? Yeah. Cool kids sit in the back. Yeah. Well, what would you change about this movie? Well, it would be difficult to say because we're not the target audi audience. Yeah, not anymore, but... No, well, we were never the target audience. This was made before my time and... Well, okay. before both of our times, right? Well, I was born by... Yeah, well, you didn't watch it. Like, I, that no. doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... It should probably be darker, it should be uh, grittier, um, the mother should probably die, or it should be probably implied that she died, maybe she does survive, but there's some uh, failing in communication, so they think she died, and there's this like uh, bleak part of the movie where where everything is uh, terrible, and then Totoro comes in and makes everything right again. 
That would probably be a better movie, but it wouldn't be a children's movie, so... No. Uh, no. So, is Totoro a real thing? Is he like a... a Japanese uh, spirit? Uh, I have no idea. Because I don't think he is. Uh, I think he's like a trademark now, so I don't think he is like a, a real thing. Mm. Because the last season there was this show that was uh, pretty popular. Um, Sangatsu no Lion. Uh, and there's like this fat kid. And one of the little girls sees him. And then instantly else Bodoro, which is obviously... <laughs> meant to be Totoro, but they can't say Totoro probably because it's trademarked, but it's obviously yeah. what they mean, so I don't think he's a real spirit. <laughs> no. Uh, well, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, well, he takes it pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> takes it like a champ. soundtrack mm. I guess yeah it's uh, written by uh, Joel Isaisi Isaisi yeah me and names <laughs> you did your best yeah I did my best and, uh, yeah well uh, I liked it very much um, it was very light and, uh, and good and it fit the movie very perfect Sometimes I listen to listen to some of the songs on my iPod, uh, all legally acquired, of course. Of course. But I think this is like the uh, classical Miyazaki story. Uh, I think the, it's the kind of story that he is always trying to tell, and I don't know why. He keeps telling it. It's like uh, the kids moving to a new place and how they adapt to the, this new place. Mm. Uh, plus the spirits. Yeah. Well, if if the formula works, why change it? Uh, well, wouldn't he make one magnum opus and then be done with it? <laughs> because every yeah. film he makes is about moving in some way or other. Yeah. We yeah, have uh, these little kids moving. Yeah, and we have Kiki's yeah. delivery service. Very much about moving. About Kiki moving to a new place. Uh, I don't think uh, the Nausicaa is moving. No, but Spirited Maybe the only... Away is moving. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, what's, what's it called? Um, Mononoke Hime is also about moving, but this guy, this time it's a guy moving, and this time he's kind of an adult. He's at least uh, he knows how to fend for himself. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and Castle in the Sky is too about moving, or about uh, leaving town and finding somewhere else. So yeah. all his films are about moving. 
interesting observation. Well, I think uh, <laughs> it's one of the Miyazaki trademarks. I don't think yeah. I'm the first person to have made this observation. And I think so many people have made this observation that I'm not really stealing it from anyone if, if I remark it. Okay, okay. Uh, but there is also uh, one thing Miyazaki is very brilliant at. And that's what, how he maps out the scene. I think uh, there was this video on YouTube about this. Uh, I think uh, was it was Tijibro or something that made this video. <laughs> it doesn't matter who it was, uh, I just was uh, trying to credit the right person. But uh, in this film too, we see uh, May catch one of these dust bunny spirits. She runs down the stairs, she runs out the door, and she encounters this grandma, and she doesn't know who it is, so she's scared. She runs back inside, she runs a, a ring around the house, and then she she comes back again uh, outside to where the woman is. And all the time, uh, the camera never moves, or it follows May through the house, but it never moves from its vantage point. So we know exactly the layout of the house in like a 10 second shot. That is uh, something Miyazaki is uh, a master of, mapping out the scene. Yeah. And uh, we've been going for about half an hour. Want to take a break? Yeah, sure. We can and we'll be right back. Yeah. this did you watch it uh, subbed or dubbed I watched it uh, dubbed on Norwegian Norwegian huh Norwegian so how was that well I watched it first when I was uh, eight or nine so uh, <laughs> well it was perfect for me uh, because uh, I understand I understood everything uh, I couldn't read so well uh, back then or not, at least on fast movies, so, so uh, sometimes uh, dubs uh, can be helpful so in those situations. The, watching the dub now, uh, is it Im unbearable? Uh, yeah, it makes my eyes, uh, ears bleed. 
Is it, uh, do they try to emulate the high pitch uh, Japanese uh, voices? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does it just sound like adults pretending to be children? No, uh, at least the maze uh, were good, but uh, the rest are uh, not so good. That's a common problem in uh, in dubbing industry. They're just yeah. terrible in general. <laughs> uh, but uh, I have uh, some people uh, at least are going to watch Black Clover with uh, dubs, I think, because the main character Asta is shouting. Well, he I is annoying. You have one bad uh, voice actor versus six bad voice actors. I don't know. I would still watch it in Japanese. Yeah, me too. But because no. these Japanese voice actors are seiyu, they uh, they have like uh, over a hundred voice acting schools in Japan. It's like a like an education. So they know how to sing. They know how to pronounce. They know how to project. They know all these things. Yeah. And that's what makes them so much better than the English ones. Who, let's be fair to them. There's like uh, 20 of them who all alternate on uh, like over 100 rolls. So you get the same over and over and over again. And they're terrible. Yeah, you could say the same for games. Uh, there are uh, 10 good ones. Voice actors. And, uh... Yes, but in games they're kind of <laughs> iconic because... Uh, their voice work like originates with uh, the character that they're made to play this character for example Yeah. while uh, and they're just uh, voice voicing over something in Japanese it's not quite the same well. but yeah I would love to get some of the some of the game uh, voice actors to voice anime it would probably be quite some improvement uh, we'd probably go from uh, 20 to 30 decent people and then we might <laughs> actually get some decent dubs. Yeah. <laughs> that should probably be a discussion for a different episode. Uh, have you been watching anything at all since our last podcast? Uh, no. Uh, I've been uh, quite busy with work and uh, playing some uh, League of Legends. Ah, yes. That's the end of the season. Yeah. You want to reveal your rank? <laughs> Putting me right on the spot. Well, uh, you don't have to. I'm, uh, silver I'm five. unranked, so uh, you're better than me. Yeah, I'm silver five, so... Well, that's respectable. I think, uh, I think it's probably average. I think uh, it will be the average. Yeah. Uh, I used to be uh, silver two. <laughs> Yeah. So. Okay. Um, I watched a very interesting show. Uh, I'm gonna say the title in Japanese because I don't want to say it in English. Oh, well, so you have to put the. Uh, it's skirt no naka wa keda kedamono deshita. So do you want to guess <laughs> what that means? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a beast under the skirt, a wolf in woman's clothing. Okay. So, uh, what do you think it's about? 
Well, a beast in skirt, I think. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a raging uh, beast in that skirt. Uh, it's a woman who pretends to be a. No, wait, wait. It's a ma it's a cross-dressing man who pretends to be a woman who starts preying on a this younger high school girl, and it's uh, utterly disgusting. And it's probably wrong on so many levels. Uh, but it's a three-minute show, a uh, three-minute episode show, and uh, like four episodes had passed before I uh, <laughs> before I crossed out the crossed out my tab. So. Uh, it's probably dropped forever, but I uh, just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> and it's from this season? Uh, I think it's from last season. Last season. Hmm. Well, you're famous for uh, dropping uh, anime, so... Well, with so much trash anime coming out, I think it's a necessity to drop uh, as much as possible. Yeah. So you can get down to the really good anime. So what are your um, top three animes this year? Yeah, or this uh, fall? This, this fall, fall well, season? I haven't watched... I don't watch uh, anime... live or from week to week. But we have done some of this for this podcast, so... Uh, I haven't really been watching enough to say what's really good. Uh, Magus Bride will probably be good. Probably non-offensive. Probably like around the 7. Probably middle of the road, I guess. Yeah. Food Wars will probably be funny, but I don't know if it's the animation is very good. I don't think it's very good, but I can live with it. Apart from that, I really have no idea. Uh, I dropped Black Clover. I dropped Inuyashiki, but I might pick that back up again. Well, I think uh, I have to pick that back up. Uh, I heard some stories about, uh, but uh, this episode that was very good. So well, edgy doesn't necessarily mean good. <laughs> so well, we'll no, see. but uh, it's funny. Uh, so yeah. I think a more relevant question is uh, from last season or from last year as a whole, probably. Yeah, I didn't watch so much uh, last season. So. Well, Ima watched Made in Abyss. Yeah. And, and that's, that's very good. Got the nine on my uh, nine out of ten on my my anime list. Last year, you probably watched uh, Kashtik Records. You probably watched uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, I don't really know what you watched. <laughs> oh. You should watch Maid Dragon. Really good. I watched uh, Eromanga Sensei. Oh yeah. That's last year. Well, we should probably make a separate episode for Eromanga Sensei. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was quite funny. Why so. we watched Eromanga Sensei? Yeah, because it was uh, lewd. Well, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think because you lost the bet, right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, what was the bet again? I, I didn't remember. Uh, some kind of uh, popularity character contest, and your character lost out. So yeah, it probably was a sort of online character. So uh, yeah, I knew it was gonna lose. So uh, it was uh, Asuma, I think. Yeah, it was an easy bet, and uh, you had to watch to suffer through Aromanga Sensei. Well, it was quite funny uh, at times. No, it wasn't. So, at times. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, we'll leave the in depth analysis of Aromanga Sensei to a different episode. Yeah. And it'll probably not be safe for the internet. <clears throat> no. Okay, I think that should wrap us up. Uh, or do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. Well, I think we have talked uh, quite a bit this week. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> about enough. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.